Chapter Seven of Bill Bolton and Hidden Danger by Noel Sainsbury. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Seven: The Mysterious Trio. The whitewashed wooden walls of the hut and a sickly sting of brandy in his throat were Bill's first impressions of life on awakening. An old brown face with blue eyes and a tuft of white beard below the chin looked down at him you're better the man said grimly but i caught sight of you none too soon where am i bill managed to ask never mind drink this as the man lifted a tin of boiling coffee from a little stove bill saw that he was lean and lanky and dressed in a sailor's blue jersey and top boots it's heat you need not information bill sat up a warm sweater and flannel trousers now covered him, and by the time he had finished the coffee, he felt more like taking a sane interest in his surroundings. He was about to try to express his thanks to the old man when there was a knock on the door. The old fellow opened the door and stepped outside. A girl stood in the doorway. She was dressed in a white skirt and sweater. She had a smooth olive skin, and her black hair was cut close to her head. Bill decided that she was pretty, and that she must be about sixteen. Her eyes were smiling at him as he got to his feet. "'Please sit down,' she cried, for Bill was gripping a beam at his side to steady himself. "'Why, you must be feeling perfectly dreadful. Aren't you hungry? Won't you let me get you something to eat?' Bill was sure he detected the faintest shadow of a foreign accent in her speech. He smiled. "'In a little while, perhaps. Thank you,' he said." my head is a bit on the blink i don't know how i'll ever be able to thank that old man oh jim won't want any thanks he'll be offended if you try to thank him he saw you from the motor-boat he's a gruff old tar but he's as good as gold it was lucky for me that there was somebody here i suppose i'm on the island you are there's the beach where jim brought you in she pointed through the open door are you yachting up this way ventured bill good gracious no cried the girl i live here live here bill repeated in astonishment why in the world she laughed softly well i suppose i like it i have a bungalow back in the hollow this is really jim's bunk he sleeps in there but you haven't told me about yourself where did you come from the innocent question caught bill up short oh i'm on a walking tour he said as steadily as he could then smiled wanly at his joke i-i went down to the shore for a swim and that confounded current got me i thought i was bound for davy jones all right where did you go for a bath she asked anxiously it seemed to him oh there's a little bay at the end of the lane off the main road to clayton and the sea looked so tempting i couldn't resist it did you did you see anybody in the woods as you came along she gave him a quick glance not a soul if i drowned my clothes would have lain on the shore for weeks she nodded it's a lovely old place turner's she remarked casually oh so that is its name you've seen it then the house among the trees well i came past it you know he dissembled i got only a glimpse of it the girl looked at him sharply, the carefree expression gone from her eyes. She stared at him for several minutes. "'How long have you been on your walking tour?' she asked suddenly. 
oh about a week he answered easily i the girl drew herself up i want to know the truth her voice sounded a challenge your name is harold johnson and you flew up here night before last from stamford connecticut bill was astounded still limp and sick from his exertions in the water this declaration half truth that it was literally took his breath away of course she was mistaken in the name but stamford is only five or six miles from new cannon did she take him for someone else or had she only got the name wrong in either case would it be wise to reveal his real identity what if she were one of those working against mr evans yet she was but a young girl and these enemies of charlie's father had already proven themselves to be villains of the first water weak as he was bill's brain was unable to cope with the problem his bewilderment was evidently clearly written on his face for he could see a slow smile appearing in the girl's eyes as she stood in the doorway and looked down on him i notice you don't deny it mr johnson she remarked abruptly bill shook his head i don't see the good of denying it he replied quietly you appear to know all about me but as a point of interest i'd be glad to know how you got your information no doubt it's a point of great interest to you she said with deliberation but you really can't expect me to answer that question to tell the truth i was a little doubtful about you at first i only mentioned your name to make quite certain who you were but now we know what to do and that is ah but you go too fast she took a step nearer and her voice softened mr johnson why did you decide to come to maine do you really think it is going to bring you luck bill looked at her closely unable to decide what was in her mind perhaps her object was to sound him delicately on how much he really knew he did not reply well she went on and her tone was low and serious if i were you i wouldn't be too sure about that luck some things you know are better left alone frankly i don't get you said bill and that my meaning is perfectly plain if you only knew what you are up against you would not complicate your affairs by well by taking on another risk bill had not the slightest idea what this dark-eyed girl was driving at he couldn't give anything away mr evans plans the very nature of this mysterious business he had dropped into with the thunderstorm was still an unsolved enigma so far as he was concerned this girl no matter who she was appeared to be conversant with details of the situation if he continued to play mr johnson in whom she seemed vastly interested some real news might pop up unawares another risk he repeated taking up the threat of her last remark what if i say i don't mind taking risks mr johnson you talk lightly because you do not know it is one thing to keep out of the hands of the police but if you knew the truth about your new venture bill began to think that she was older than he first surmised her eyes were half closed and the curves of her mouth had moulded into a firm line it gave him quite a shock of surprise to see that look on her face a look of grim defiance the look of one who would not hesitate to shoot and shoot straight in an extremity you don't mind risks well mr johnson you'll have risks in plenty before you're much older bill smiled maybe 
but i'll never have a closer shave than i had this morning you must admit that if you and old jim hadn't been on this island i should have gone under for keeps don't speak of it any more said the girl her expression changed and a gentler note came into her voice try to get some sleep that's what you need more than anything else at present in a few hours i'll bring you something to eat and you'll feel better you're very kind and i'll never be able to thank you properly but really if you could see your way to help me get back to the mainland quickly i'd be more than obliged she shook her head i won't hear of it you're not fit for any such thing i insist on your having some sleep first perhaps you don't realize it but you're still looking dreadfully white and shaky bill saw that there was nothing to do but comply with her orders so he lay down again on the cot that's better she said now i must go i'll be back later on and hope you'll be comfortable in the meantime with that she went out and shut the door bill heard a click she had turned the key in the lock he started up at the sound but dropped back a faint smile on his lips if she wanted to be sure that he kept to the hut well that was her business he was to all purposes a prisoner anyway lock or no lock unless he could get hold of a boat there would be no leaving the island swimming was out of the question one try at the currents surrounding this rocky shore was quite enough but who were this girl and the old man she said she lived here but that could mean anything had charlie been able to get back to the house the youngster evidently hated the spooky place would he stay there now that he was alone with these thoughts buzzing through his tired brain bill fell into sleep he awoke to find the girl at his side bearing a tray filled with food what hour it was he could not tell and at the moment he did not inquire his main obsessions now were a racking thirst and an ardent hunger for food he'd had nothing to eat since early morning and the chops fried potatoes and tea with brown bread and honey tasted delicious while he did justice to the fare the girl sat on a packing-case in the doorway chatting inconsequentially when the last morsel of his meal had disappeared bill thanked her again then he rose to his feet determined to bring matters to a head i hope it won't put you to any inconvenience he said quietly but i will take it as a favor if you'll help me get back to the mainland now please don't think i haven't appreciated your hospitality you have been more than kind to me but you understand it is vitally important for me to get back ah your walking tour is so important as all that she cast an amused glance up at him certainly bill met her look firmly if you'll be good enough to give orders for the boat i'm afraid mr johnson she said slowly that that is impossible impossible you mean there's no way of getting across i thought you said something about a motorboat has anything gone wrong with it i don't mean that mr johnson i mean that you must remain here to be frank i have my instructions instructions and from whom he demanded curtly the girl looked at him steadily you must not ask it is too late now for you to back out you should have thought of the risks you ran before you came up here on this errand i have no wish to back out of anything 
he exclaimed shortly and as for risks i told you before that i am willing to take them but my mind is made up on one thing i'm going back to the mainland now he made as if to pass her in the doorway she stepped aside her eyes fixed smilingly on his you may go she said i wish you a pleasant swim but the motor-boat bill cried exasperated i intend to use that motor-boat though i have to run her myself the girl laughed <laughs> you will have your work cut out mr johnson the motor-boat has gone bill stared at her then abruptly he turned and walked out of the hut and up a steep incline that led to the cliffs overlooking the sea twenty-five feet below deep water swirled about its base where year in and year out the strong current had eaten into solid rock he heard a footstep beside him of course said the girl her eyes twinkling there's a dinghy locked in the boathouse but you can't break the lock because i tried one day when i thought i'd lost the key i'm sorry mr johnson but i'm afraid you'll have to put up with my company for a little while longer bill did not reply he was listening to the unmistakable sound of a four-cylinder engine one of whose cylinders intermittently missed fire a motor-boat shot round the point to the left and swung in toward the base of the cliff it carried a single occupant here she comes now he said that's not our boat whose is it then i don't know but i can guess that you bill shouted the man in the motor-boat bill to his certain knowledge had never laid eyes on him before it sure is he shouted back will you take me across the man seemed to hesitate then he slowed down his small craft you'll have to jump bill was what he said using his hands as a megaphone but i say jump you fool and be quick about it there was authority as well as power in the strident tones bill kicked off the leather moccasins he wore and stepped back a few paces you're not harold johnson exclaimed the girl never said i was returned bill sorry to leave so hastily but there's a reason thanks for everything bye-bye what a perfect idiot i've been she cried you're bill bolton of course of course grinned bill and sprang toward the edge don't go she shrieked it's sanders he'll kill you don't she screamed bill's body shot through the air and he cut the water below in a very pretty dive End of chapter 7